welcome to the Regroup Hour, the podcast that's all about how we make and manage change by building a bedrock of self-care. Self-care that comes from self-awareness and self-compassion. This is a gentle hour-ish to take some time out for yourself to simply be and see whatever this time brings. It truly is an opportunity to regroup. Hi, welcome back. This episode of the podcast is actually inspired by a conversation that I had with my own coach quite recently and it prompted me to reflect on what are my non-negotiables? What are the things that I see as being absolutely fundamental to how I work, how I rest, how I play? What are the things that define the way that I want to be in the life that I am creating around me right now? So one of the things that uh, that prompted this this conversation or prompted this reflection um, is uh, looking back across my own story, across the pattern that I have personally of overdoing things. Um, it's one of the reasons why I believe so passionately in this practice of self-care and why I have such an <laughs> ingrained, um, strong sense of why it's so important that we care for ourselves because I've seen in myself as well as in so many of the clients that I work with what can happen when we don't practice that self-care and how when we don't pay attention to our own well-being always deprioritizing our own needs or thinking that we'll sort that out tomorrow and um then tomorrow never comes um, or perhaps ignoring health issues um, psychological or physical you know how all of the this sort of stuff these are these habits that can actually inhibit us from caring for ourselves how they can be really detrimental to us so it sparked this this thinking around okay so what are my non-negotiables, what are the things that I sense now are really, really sort of set, not in a rigid, brittle way, but really are strong foundations of, of how I am and how I, how I choose to be. So my non-negotiables, I think, looking back, I mean, this is a this is a very uh, sort of top of mind reflection, but just often that's that's useful because it it gives us um, a bit of insight to to what our intuitive, instinctive voice is saying. So, when I thought about what my non-negotiables used to be, I came up with work incredibly hard, uh, be present for others, certainly within a work context, um, but also, I, I hope, I, I see, within a, a family and a, and a friendship context. But I also recognise that work has always been quite a dominant factor, whether that was schoolwork or, 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 you know, employed work. Give endlessly of myself is another one that I wrote down. So I think kind of giving to the point of draining. Um, 
and always being the one who can keep going that kind of badge of honor of yeah 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 I can I can do that I can I can do that extra bit so keeping going and and keeping going and keeping going until ultimately you know my body on a number of occasions just said no and stopped me in my tracks and um and actually led to ill health being the the sort of catalyst to um resting so when i think about what of my new non-negotiables i can see how those those other ones those old stories how they've actually helped me identify what's really important to me now so things like um in the past where where the goal was always get the work done and then think about other things now it feels much more important to me to make sure that i get outside um at least once a day i mean i sometimes don't do it i have to say but that i i get outside for for some good immersion um at least a few times every week that that's really what the the non-negotiable is um that i spend time with my family with my immediate family um that i have time for myself is absolutely non-negotiable that has really been the biggest shift for me um and that i focus on my well-being um and that's all tied up with those other things so i think there's something else here as well as you're you're listening to this is that um sometimes some of those um things may have felt like nice to haves so getting outside into nature in the past would have felt like a nice to have but as i've grown in awareness of what actually serves me and what i need personally so this isn't something that applies to everybody although maybe some of it you know applies to a lot of us um getting out into nature stops being a nice to have and it becomes you know an absolute fundamental need so i think you know one of the threads that comes through here is how these things uh that we see as being non-negotiable how they actually change over time and they mature with us so they change according to our life circumstance and they become clearer to us as we become clearer about what's really important to us and one of the things i'm going to talk about shortly is about how they connect to values and purpose so an example here about how things become clearer as we become more self-aware is with my husband Anton and um I th- I think I've talked in the past on the podcast about he um has a really um deep need to get out on his bicycle um he's always he's always been a cyclist i think i mean even when we were at university together he and a, a one of our flatmates cycled to the south of france together so it's always been something that he has loved but now he recognizes that it's actually a form of therapy for him and he actually he'll actually say i'm off to see my therapist when he's talking about going off on a big bike ride um because 
he's seen that the benefits of it massively outweigh the impact of the the time that it takes and the effort that it takes. So it's always worth going. It's always worth that investment in in his time, in his energy output, because the benefits that he receives from it are so huge that it becomes a non-negotiable. It becomes something that he knows he has to create the space in his life in order that he is able to go and do these big bike rides. And so that's also important in terms of our relationship as well, that I recognise that, I understand how important it is for him and that I create the space too. Because as we know, when we're, um, when our lives are entwined with other people's, it can become very easy for us to start to influence the way that they spend their time and we need to be mindful that we're really listening to what their needs are and not just imposing our own desires and wants upon them. So clearly these non-negotiables, these things that um, really are the foundations for our well-being they're they're different for each of us and and that's absolutely okay you know for me the idea of uh, going for a bike ride is kind of nice <laughs> but it's not it doesn't hold the same meaning that it holds for anton um and they'll also really strongly depend on whether you're an introvert whether you're an extrovert and maybe you really uh, one of your non-negotiables is actually that you have to have that that direct contact with other human beings or maybe you're a highly sensitive person you know or HSP as we say and perhaps there's something there around really needing to make sure that you maintain your own space in order to to kind of declutter from the impact that spending time with other people can can add to your life. And these things as well, they'll also really strongly depend upon our life stage as well. So certainly, you know, in my 20s, the things that were that felt important to me as being really fundamental to me are very different from how they are now. And actually, I would have said, I think when I was younger, that Spending time with other people was absolutely vital to my well-being. I I really sort of hated it. Um, you know, if there were a group of people around at our house when we were students, I, even if I was really tired, I'd hate going off to bed because I just loved that thing about being surrounded by people. And I'd almost invariably end up falling asleep on the sofa with the, the noise of their chatter around me because that that fueled me. Whereas now, you know, I really, really need my um, personal space. I really need time on my own. I need that time for reflection. So these things change. And as you're listening to me, you know, I wonder whether there are things coming up for you that you think, oh, actually, yeah, that that has shifted for me. And, and this feels far more important for me. And as you notice those thoughts, perhaps also just reflect on um, are they being satisfied? Are those um, 
those needs, those non-negotiables, are they really being met right now? And from here as well, we can start to consider, well, what do they tell you about your values and your sense of purpose, your sense of, you know, how do you, how you derive meaning from from life, from the life that you are creating for yourself. Um, so values tend not to change over time. Uh, it's one of the things that they tend to be very deeply embedded. They come from nature and nurture, but they are they are often very um, very profound experiences for us. Um, so. I think sometimes we can see that these things that are non-negotiable can be uh, connected in with our values as well. Perhaps uh, one of those things is respecting other people's right to their own opinion. And that is one of my non-negotiables that I I have a right to to my own thoughts, to my own feelings and um and my own sense of the world and um and that feels absolutely non-negotiable to me but equally I respect that of others too that's one of the reasons why I love the work I do I suppose um but there's something here about also about values as well that when we act out of alignment with them so maybe there is something happening in our life, something which which may ordinarily be a non-negotiable concept because it's so tightly aligned with our values. Maybe that's being disrupted in some way or maybe it's not being met. So, for example, even if someone's uh, value is loyalty, but they've been so hurt in the past that they've actually learned not to trust people and therefore loyalty isn't being met because they're not able to to trust others enough to be loyal to them. That can lead to really deep discomfort because that value isn't being honoured. And so... There's also something here if you kind of have a sense that something something that's really, really important to you isn't being allowed expression, um, then maybe there's an opportunity to bring a little bit of attention to it and just see what isn't being met right now. And maybe where there's an opportunity here to perhaps reframe something for yourself. Um, or even to see where perhaps something you consider to be important for you may actually be holding you back in some way. So again, just taking a bit of time to, you know, to connect with what's going on for yourself um, and the things, uh, perhaps the ways of working, um, ways of prioritizing um, the different aspects of you know of all the different components you've got in your life 
maybe just having a look at that and just see are your needs being fully met are are your values being honored and therefore are the things where you're really committing to be non-negotiable for you are they serving you fully so there's a further sort of aspect to this as well which is choosing um how to frame something as a non-negotiable can also potentially be really useful when we're coming into making behavioural changes. So an example for me is when I stopped smoking. And again, I've talked about this in the past. I can't quite believe I ever smoked. It's just astonishing to me. But um, but I did. Um, so when I stopped smoking when I changed my nutrition when I changed the way that I thought about food um that I was able because of the support that I received I was able to take the struggle out of those choices and that's something that um making something non-negotiable um helps us take the struggle out of it we stop wrestling with ourselves Um, we stop using that language of I'm going to try and do something and we start using the language of I do or I don't do so I don't smoke I eat well Um, rather than I try to eat well or I'm trying to stop smoking neither of which um, are sort of very strong statements of intent so if it's a non-negotiable it's just I don't smoke I look after myself I take care of my body I rest I care about myself these can become our new non-negotiables rather than I always get the job done I'm never late I can always be relied on to be the last person in the office. Um, And I hope you can sort of start to see where some of these non-negotiables are still very, uh, they're they're very powerful um, messages of intent, essentially. So... The other sort of factor here as well is something I've talked about quite a bit on the podcast is how uh, family or inherited stories can also influence these um, choices that we make, these ways of um, putting a, a stake in the in the ground and saying, well, this, this is something that I, I stand by. This is something which is important to me because we can actually come up against resistance from others uh, perhaps they don't get your innate awareness of what your non-negotiables need to be or maybe they don't like them. And therefore, sometimes that influence from other people can also help us start to think that what we're feeling isn't valid or is in some way untrue. So paying really deep attention to the way that others may be influencing us 
if that feels as though you're in an environment where perhaps there's a little bit of control or a lot of control going on around you, really just taking a bit of a breath and noticing that and then seeing, okay, well, how is that impacting me? And how is that impacting the way that I care for myself? And obviously all of this, you know, this whole idea of self-care, this is not narcissism. This is not self at all costs. This is learning how to bring that really compassionate and grounded and strong stance of self-care in order that we are able to have an open mind and an open heart in the way that we relate to others too. Because until we establish that for ourselves, it's really hard to establish it fully with others and we can just end up getting drained. This is this is really directly con- connected with the first episode of this season as well, uh, season three. So the first episode of season three, where I talk about the different things that we need to invest in um, in order to make changes in our lives. And one of those things is our energy. So the willingness to invest our energy in ourselves actually refuels us in order that we are better able to then invest energy in others rather than ending up and being drained. So I think the the last kind of key point here really is around boundaries. I, I mentioned that briefly earlier. This idea of how can you help others understand why these are so important to you, why these um, perhaps their self-care practices. So for me, it's meditation, it's journaling, it's my gratitude practice, it's time on my own, it's getting out for a walk at least, you know, a few times every week, it's um, having a hot bath every now and again and, and just really, really enjoying that sort of practice, you know, all of those practices of of nurturing and nourishing myself. It's been absolutely um, essential for me to be able to talk to to my husband, to Anton, about that. And, you know, and for him to understand that me being able to do this makes me a much happier and more contented woman and therefore much nicer to be around, quite honestly. <laughs> so so what, what are these things that really, really serve you, these deep practices that are non-negotiable, that really serve you, How do they show up in the way that you work? So another one for me is I've been really reflecting on how I manage my diary. I work for myself, so I've got more flexibility and I'm very grateful for that. But it's very easy, actually, when you work for yourself to... um, to get caught in that cycle of um, working all the time and never switching off. So how do I make sure that I build those into into my working practices as well? And I'm, I'm doing some really great, very specific, very practical things there that become and are non-negotiable for me. Um, unless something 
happens and I make a very strong value judgment around, no, actually, I can make a shift there. The challenge is that um, if we keep shifting, the thing stops being non-negotiable. So as with everything, there's always a balance. Um, So just thinking about what are your practices what are your behaviors that really feel like they're the foundations to your well-being and then is there anyone that you need to um, ensure understands that either overtly or or perhaps a bit more subtly so where are the boundaries where are the conversations um, that you would benefit from having in order that you are fully able to honour these needs. So, that was a bit of a canter, I think. I'm sitting in my little cupboard and um, I have no means of knowing how long I've been talking to you. So this could have been 10 minutes or it could have been half an hour or longer. I have no idea. Let's see. When I when I exit my little cupboard, um, I'll actually take a photograph of me in here so you can see what it's like. It's terribly glamorous. Um, and as ever thank you so much for listening I really hope this finds you safe I hope it finds you well I hope it finds you happy thank you to to the wonderful Angus from Chango Music for his music and his production and his wise counsel and I send you a hug and a wave